Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, we've got to take a quick uh, time out from all doom and gloom yes. uh, in the world. And if you've if you ever feel discouraged, like everywhere you look, especially when it comes to children, look at schools, look at the things yeah. going on. It's like everything's under attack. And, and there's so much attention given to ground lost. And uh, we've come across somebody who actually has gained ground yep. and it is doing well. It is on the offense and it, it's for children and it's for the kingdom of, of God. He's from Child Evangelism Fellowship, Moses Estevez. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Great to be with you. Uh, we're really looking forward to this. We have been so excited once we found out about your program and everything that you all are doing. We can't wait to share it with the Flyover family. Well, I'm happy to share the wonderful things God is doing to reach the children for Christ. Well, you, you really are winning. And we were talking just a moment before we you know, uh, came on here live. And, and uh, you know, there's a reason why the, there's no drag queen story hours in the retirement homes and, and these things. It's because they, everything is geared towards children, you know, and we know that's important. The Bible says, raise up a child in the way they should mm-hmm. go and the goal, they will not depart from it. Stacey and I both accepted the Lord into our hearts as, as children. And um, it, it, it changed the trajectory of our life and, and was always there. Even if you kind of get on the bumps on the side of the highway, mm-hmm. you've kind of got that conviction, pulls you here because that, that there was a transformation on the inside. Even we think- to the point, I just want to add to that because I was, I was thinking about it this morning, thinking about when I accepted Jesus um, as my personal Lord and Savior, I was nine. There's not a lot of things I remember from when I was nine, but I remember yeah. that specific day and what happened when I accepted Jesus. And the same for you. And you were six. Yeah. And and we, you know, we're in a Christian community culture, but there probably might have been options, but that, nobody actually made that invitation, you know, probably, you know, again around there. That was, I'm very glad that that happened. And you guys have a global structure, everything in place to make that readily available to millions of kids. And I want to, I'm excited for you to share some of the numbers and stats of what you guys have already been able to do. It's unbelievable. Sure. Uh, CF uh, Child Evangelism Fellowship started the ministry officially in 1937. But in the 20s, our founder, Reverend Jesse Overholcher, was already very busy evangelizing children. It's a beautiful story of that burden that God placed in his heart. When he passed away in 1955, the work was already organized in 60 countries. Today, the work is organized in most nations of the world. And we have about 3,500 full-time staff worldwide, and of course, an enormous amount of volunteers. Here in the USA, we have 800 full-time staff on the field with 400 offices. So our staff carry on that same burden that our founder, we call him Mr. O, uh, had when the ministry began. Uh, we believe that the children have a great need for Christ. And now more than ever, it seems like everybody's after children. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the pressure on today's kids is just enormous. And they need the hope that Christ can give to their lives. And so that's why we teach the Bible to kids everywhere we can find them, in parks, in apartment complexes, in daycares. And we love teaching the gospel to children in public schools as well. That's amazing. So let's talk about your number of your goal, how many children you're wanting to reach through a CEF. Yes. Uh, so uh, last ministry year, we're sort of on a rebound from COVID. We reached mm-hmm. 19.5 million. This year, the goal is 26.5 million. And our goal is to get to 100 million children a year 
in our uh, ministries, and most of our ministry is face-to-face. 92% of everything we do is face-to-face. A trained teacher uh, would CEF amazing gospel literature, teaching children face-to-face. So um, that's our goal. We would like to be there within 10 to 15 years. Everything is in place. We're just accelerating just powerful ministries that have been fully tested, and God is blessed, and we just want to grow those exponentially. Man, one thing I think I had read or I seen somewhere that in 2019, it was like 25 million children that were reached and then due to COVID um, obviously affected the numbers because it's face to face. I was thinking I was when I was listening that I thought, wow, COVID affected so many areas of life. Obviously, churches were shut down. It, you know, it hurt your ministry oh. with the kids. I was like, wow, there was a lot that happened during those years with COVID. COVID was like a sumo wrestler, you know, doing a doing a a, a jackknife dive into a, a kiddie pool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it like ch- yes, it changed. But, but God worked. But listen, God worked in our ministry and many other ministries through COVID because what we did, because we were primarily have always been face to face ministries, it pushed us to accelerate digital ministries. We actually built an um, um, an enormous, uh, very well equipped digital studio. We're creating all kinds of digital resources. Uh, We have a couple of Unite uh, platforms where we're pushing digital content for children in the USA and around the world. Uh, So God used that negative time to also open new doors for ministry that were growing aggressively. I love that because he's so creative. He's so good. He can do anything. He can turn anything into great. He can take lemons and make lemonade. No doubt about it. He's that good. (laughs) Okay, so another thing I want to talk about is what happened in 2001 with Supreme Court, because you you have clubs in schools, and in 2001, something pretty significant happened with the Supreme Court. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so we had a legal case, um, uh, Milton School District versus Good News Club, and uh, it went all the way to the United States Supreme Court, and we weren't filing a lawsuit for money. It was just for the right to be in the school like other groups. And uh, we won that case on a vote six to three. uh, The United States Supreme Court said that it is constitutional for us to have Bible clubs and not be discriminated because of the content that we teach. We make no excuses. We preach the gospel. We sing gospel songs. uh, We share uh, a given opportunity for children to receive Christ. All it's a fun club, but the core of the gospel is told right there. You can hear it in the hallways of the public school after the last bell ring. And so the Supreme Court opened the door and we have had clubs in thousands and thousands of schools all around the country. So, Moses, how many good news clubs do you have in the schools in the United States? Great question. In 2019, we were up to, I believe, close to 5,000 schools. Of course, COVID shut all that down. And so we're right now in the process of rebuilding. I think the number's like 2,600 good news clubs in about 1,500 public schools. Sometimes one school will have a couple of clubs. We might do K through second grade in one club and then a separate club, third grade, fourth and fifth, something like that. Okay. Now those are run by staff members or like, uh, or teams of volunteers built around somebody that's on staff with you that that implements the programs in in districts or how does that work? How this works is we do this in partnership with local churches. So uh, we go to a local church and we cast a vision, explain that the, the doors are open 
and the pastor loves it, and they put together a team. Then we train that team, we screen that team, we do everything that needs to be done to get that team ready with uh, gospel literature and everything that's needed. We engage the school, get all the permissions, and then the, that team then starts the club. The staff members there the first few weeks to get it off the ground. Once the team is comfortable what they're doing, the staff member goes and start another one elsewhere. So wow. the, actually the the these after-school good news clubs are really a lighthouse of the church in the public school, mm. in the middle of the community. Great connections are made with parents when they come pick up the kids at, at the end of the good news club. And then there's so many stories of these families being then invited to that church because of those relationships. I, I love it because you're actually injecting something mm. good. You know, so much effort's given towards, and there is a lot of things you want removed. There's a lot of, you know, sexually graphic content in the curriculum. libraries and curriculum. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we want you want these things out, but sometimes there's not the effort given towards, sometimes you're like, if you're trying to clean up your diet, it's like, okay, don't do this. No soda, no donuts, no chips. You're like, what do I eat? Right. You know, it's like, if, if, if you fill it with good things, you know, that maybe you're not as you know hungry for all the bad things. It's like, you got to replace it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you still got to eat. Right. You know, so it's like putting in mm-hmm. good ideas and hope and, and, mm-hmm. and, and letting that light push the darkness back, not just trying to remove the darkness. Yeah, I want to invite your your listeners, your viewers to uh, to check out Psalm seventy eight. The first, it's easy to remember Psalm seventy eight. The first seven or eight verses. There you go. Simple to remember. Yeah. Okay. But it's you really see the heart of God in that passage when He basically says, "Tell the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders that He has mm-hmm. done." And then he goes on to talk about generations that haven't been born yet. He literally talks about two or possibly three, I don't remember precisely, generations that aren't even born yet, that he has a a heart for and a concern for. Mm -hmm. And then he says this in verse 8, in verse 7, so that they should set their hope in God. Here's why CF teaches the Bible to children. So they should set their hope in God, not forget the works of God, keep his commandments. And then verse 8 nails it. So they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God. So if you look around this generation and you realize, wow, Mm -hmm. you agree with the words of this psalm, says this is a stubborn, rebellious generation. How do you change that? You teach the knowledge of God to the next generation. That's what Psalm 78 is all about. Powerful. Now, you've had um, a victory just over the last uh, few days um, where you were actually coming against a, a school district in Rhode Island. They weren't letting the Good News Club in, but they were letting other clubs in. Talk about that and the victory you've had with that. So before COVID, we had a club in that school district, Good News Club, and then uh, we've been trying to restart it. <clears throat> they allowed other children's programs in the after-school programs in the school district, but they kept delaying us, delaying us. Mm. We we are usually very patient, and but persistent, trying to get permission to get into the school district. And after a while, it became very obvious, obvious that what they're doing is keeping us out. And so we engaged Liberty Council, our legal partner, and uh, they eventually filed a lawsuit. And of course, uh, just a few days ago, we got word that uh, the federal district court and I'll read uh, exactly what happened. Approved a, a consent decree that prevents the school district from discriminating against CEF, declaring the Christian clubs are entitled to equal access 
on the same terms as other after-school clubs. So basically, wow. this the school district has opened up its doors. We're going to start our, our Good News Clubs there uh, because the children today desperately need yep. the comfort that comes from knowing Christ and walking with Christ. That is so Share cool. with our listeners a little bit of the strategy of kind of what happens. Something I, I don't think was a big deal when we grew up, but maybe mm-hmm. we were sheltered here in the Midwest. There weren't a lot of, of Church of Satan uh, clubs in the schools, you know, when we grew up, you know, that, that kind of thing. Talk about the strategy of that side, wh- how that works and what you're coming against mm-hmm. with that. So since the Supreme Court decision, and we've been teaching the Bible in the public school, there's a lot of people that hate that and they try to push us out. And over the years, there's been all kinds of dis- different strategies. The latest strategy is the Satan clubs. They can't push us out legally. So they try through publicity. Uh, and so they target a school that has a good news club. They come into that community, I mean, bringing all the media together, and they make this big scary presentation. We're a Satan club, and we're going to come and teach your children, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so uh, their purpose is that both the community and the leadership in the school district get so scared that they push them out. When they push them out, Now they will use the same legal case that we won in 2001 to say, hey, you can't do that. You're discriminating about our content and then forces the school, if they want to keep them out, to kick everybody out. Mm -hmm. That's really the strategy, because the, the key to shutting down the Satan clubs is actually the parents. If you let the club in. In all our clubs, the the children have to show up with a signed permission slip from parents. And if the school demands the same thing from the Satan Club, uh, that's usually historically, that's what has happened. That's what shuts down the clubs. The parents, with all the problems their kids are facing, Mm -hmm. the parents are not going to go, oh, great. This is a great club for my kid. Let me sign them up. So they won't. And that's how the club dies. That is great advice. All right, let's talk about if the Flyover family, our slogan here is wake up, speak up, and show up. And so if they're hearing this message today and they're like, man, I want to participate with this ministry, how can they do that? We encourage you to go to cefonline.com. There's a lot of information there. You can learn more about our ministry. We only have time to cover a few things. Uh, But one interesting feature on that website is you can... Uh, go down to a what we call a chapter finder, put your zip code in, and you can find the local CEF office closest to you. There's 400 of them in the USA. So you can actually contact the office and say, hey, I'd like to uh, you know, go see a good news club, or I'd like to help, or I'd like to get my church and form a team and start a good news club in a public school near our church. So there's all kinds of ways you can give to the ministry, you can pray for the ministry, but that's a good place to start and figure out how you can get involved. I love that. That is great. So you can go to, again, go to the website, cefonline.com, go to get involved and then local chapter, and then put in your zip code there. Also, if they want to donate, there's far right side, uh, you can donate to the ministry as well. That's another way that you can be a part of it as well as prayer. So Thank you so much for joining us today, Moses. We really appreciate what you all are doing Love to help to save doing. our children. It's so exciting. Thank you for putting a spotlight on, on the kids. Uh, they really need the Lord, and so we're very grateful. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, 
that $20 bill, what's it gonna get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's gonna keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Misinformation poses a threat to our nation's health. Climate change is an emergency. Democratic socialism. Codified. Women's right to choose. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. for the prophetic report at 1111 central you can find it on rumble you can find it on the flyover app we have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like robin bullock julie green barry wunch amanda grace and hank kuneman every week it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking and what's interesting is god is speaking through them and all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces it is so exciting to hear what the lord is saying we're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. It's important when you're going through life to have people that can help you through a tough time. One of the toughest times people have had over the last couple of years is dealing with global health issues, yep. pandemics, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it. It was a real thing. And people had, hey, who do I go to for answers? Some of their answers led them to hospitals and some uh, that was uh, not the best answer. Yeah. Others, hey, we got ways to treat you and keep you out of the hospital. And this lady right here is the best in the business, Dr. Stella Emanuel. Yeah. Welcome, friend. I'm always honored to hang around with you guys. You know well, that. The, the best thing you. about you, and I didn't say it in the intro, but you know, 
I, I am a spirit that has a body. You know, I'm not this body. I could, you could cut off my arms. I'm still me. I'm not this body. But, you know, we have to take care of our spirits. We have to stay strong there. And we have to take care of our body. It's like two things while we're still alive in, in this realm. And you, you specialize in both. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I would say, and I'd say, first and foremost, you're like a spiritual advisor, pastor, prayer warrior that on the side also is a medical doctor, MD. <laughs> you know, yeah, but you, always, you, you approach it from that highest authority first and then the yes. body. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm actually, I think my my most important job is an intercessor. Mm. That's my most yeah. important job. We we pray for the nations and I've been praying for for this country for for 15 years or more, yes. So my most important job is an intercessor. And that's what I've been doing for years. So uh, this all just happened. You know, when you've prayed and labored in the spirit for a nation or for a city or something, somehow God always raises you up in that place after you've labored for years. I've been laboring for this nation in prayer and intercession, crying for revival for years. And that is why God had opened up and showed me a whole lot of stuff. You know, like in, if you read my book, you read my book, so you know, in 2011, we did this 100-day prayer program, just like we locked in for 100 days, praying and everything. And it was during that time that God showed me all the crazy things that are happening right now, you know, and we are still doing that. We're, in April, we did a 30 days lockdown. We brought pastors from all over the world to pray for different nations. From I mean, they had pastors from at least maybe 15 nations. They all came in from everywhere and we prayed and prayed. We're doing it again in September, 30 days around the clock, lockdown to pray, just to cry out for the nation, cry out for the veil to come off the minds of people so that they can see the truth, pray against this, to, to thwart the plans of these globalist demons, pray for the for people to wake up, pray for the sick and pray for rebuke fear and just, that's all we do. That I is my important job. Then my second job is a doctor. Well, and then and somewhere in there too, you're also an entrepreneur because, uh, and, that, yeah. and I don't know where that ranks, probably second, and then doctor may be third. Because God has really shown he, you how to- He's given you a mind. Steward money yes. well. And and, yes. and how to develop mm-hmm. and, and invent and mm-hmm. come up with solutions. Like, like you get divine downloads truly from God for even products of like, mm-hmm. hey, yes. what can we do to bring people the things that they need to keep them out of the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, which is- yeah. Which is the main thing right there. If you can stay healthy, you can stay strong and get through uh, a health challenge without having to go into a hospital at all. It's a, it's you know much better. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 really wisdom though because it kind of just happened, and then so I'll sit down and I'll think. I say we need something for patient people with long COVID symptoms. Then I'll call this person. Call this person go through NIH, look through all the list of different things that they've done studies on. Then I would call the guys that manufacture and said, what can we do? We need something that can do this, something that can do this. And then boom, COVID like comes out and we're like, whoa, we all love it. Wow. That's amazing. Now you had something that just recently happened that you have actually on your Twitter uh, page about you on the steps of the Supreme Court. Let's talk about that. Which that's kind of where most people originally, where you came on the scene was speaking that's where you out became there, very famous you know, yeah. where like there's probably two or three you've had two or three viral videos that like millions and millions and millions of people saw but then you kind of revisited your old stomping ground on the courthouse steps recently yes we went there at um uh, on the third anniversary for a reckoning and simon we had uh, we, uh, simon had collected over a hundred thousand signatures that we gave to the senator to the uh, congressman to 
that we should prosecute Fauci for crimes against humanity. So Good. we all came back again to speak out. You know, so yeah, that's that was interesting. I love it. Well, let's play uh, your portion of it because I want everyone to hear it. Hello, America. I stand here one more time, three years after I stood here with uh, Simone and the rest and told the world that um, COVID was treatable and we did not have to die. Of course, you know what happened? Um, they actually just attacked me. They tried to destroy me. I'm a woman of science and a woman of the spirit. As a minister of the gospel, they attacked my ministry and everything. But I'm here again to tell the American people after my team has taken care of over 150,000 patients and we have seen people leave that nobody needed to die. But my question right now is not just what has happened in the past, it's who is going to be accountable for those that died. Who's going to be accountable for people's family members? I travel around this country speaking, waking up people to the truth of this evil, these demons that want to destroy humanity. And I see people crying, telling me how their family members died in the hospital. A guy was drinking and just crying. They killed my sweetheart of over 40-something years. Let me tell you something. America, we have to wake up because they are not done with trying to destroy us. COVID was a Trojan horse for the, for the jab or what I call gene therapy because it is not a real vaccine. And the gene therapy vaccine or whatever they call it is a Trojan horse for human 2.0 and continual and, and total totalitarian control of all of humanity. So I'm not here right now to just remind you guys that we have to stand and fight. But to say that the battle that we're fighting is not just a physical battle. I know it's good to fight in Congress. I know it's good to fight in the, in, in the streets. I know it's good to fight in the medical sciences. I know in politics and everything that we do. But we are dealing with a spiritual battle. We're dealing with entities that have taken authority and decided that they're going to destroy humanity. When I said this before, they called me a cook because, well, you know what? You believe in God. I'm telling you these days, if you don't believe in God and you don't decide that, it's going to be even crazier for humanity. They are trying right now to get to a place where they can control all of us. We've taken care of so many patients. We've seen people alive. We've seen people that call me from the hospital till today. They have not changed what they do in the hospitals. They still give people randesivir intubate people and they still die. Till today, they have not changed the protocol. Till today, they are still saying hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin doesn't work. It is time for the American people to stand up. It's time for every one of us to take control of your life. Find somebody that's going to take care of your family in case you end up in the hospital. Things are going to happen. I'm sure they're going to have other viruses and crazy stuff coming before the next election. Do not comply. Do not take another jab. Do not take another thing that they're going to inject in your body. Remember, America, this battle is not just a physical battle. So fight it in the physical, fight it in the court, fight it in everywhere that we fight it. But we're going to win this battle when we fight it with God, when we bring Jesus into the battle. And that is the only thing I'm going to say to the American people right now. We will win. There's going to be a great reset, y'all. The great reset is not going to be done by Klaus Schwab, Yuval Noah, and all those crazy people. I call them demons or AI or whatever. The great reset is going to be done by God. So today I'm telling the American people, your fight should be both ways, in the physical and in the spiritual. And God bless you. We will win when we turn to God. Woo! I am fired up! Man. Wow. Three minutes, man. That was, That's a lot. That was, that was the Holy Ghost right there. You could feel the Holy Ghost. That was absolutely amazing. I, I packed so much in three minutes that only God could have done it. I was like, three minutes. Yeah. 
It's so true. Something you touched on that I, I want to direct the flyover family to, if you have family members or you yourself uh, did get the jab and you're like, oh man, I really messed up. Dr. Stella has on yes. her website to actually help you out. If you go to drstellamd.com, there's a place there that you can click on. Uh, just keep hitting that arrow like Colton's doing and it'll take you to a place of praying if you received the jab, right right yes. there. Prayers against the jab. You can fill out your information there and you can get the prayers. Tell us about that, Dr. Stella. You know, um, when this whole thing started, of course, my old thing is, God, Lord, what do we do? What do we do? And then, you know, it just it dropped in my spirit that, you know, what happened in the Garden of Eden was a DNA corruption. Why was it a spiritual DNA corruption? Because it came down to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but if you read in yeah. the book of Titus 3 verse 5, the Bible says salvation is by the washing of regeneration and Woo. the renewing of the Holy Ghost. That means when you get saved, there's a spiritual regeneration. Where this job, this mRNA technology is actually demonic. Mm-hmm. Most of it has Luciferous and stuff like that. And once something is demonic, you can be sure that the Spirit of God can change it. Even if it yeah. wasn't demonic, it's just a physical sciences, the Spirit of God can change it because yeah. the same Spirit that raised the Lord Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of us. So I tell people to repent. The same way you repented when you gave your life to Christ, repent from the job. I've had people say, why do I have to repent? They forced me. I say, it doesn't matter. whether Nobody forced anybody to take the job. They yeah. stressed people. People took it because they wanted to keep their jobs, some to visit their family, to travel. Whatever reason, some were fearful. Whatever reason you took the job, it's not of it's not of any eternal value. So you need to repent that God, I did not believe you to feed me. I did not believe you to heal me. I did not believe you to watch over me. And I got fearful and I got enticed and coerced to take this job and just repent. When you repent, ask the Lord to cleanse you, ask for the blood of Jesus. That prayer gives you prayers about the blood of Jesus, the fire of the Holy Ghost, and command strangers to come out of your body. God is a foreign object. It's a stranger. The word of God says in Psalm 18, verse 43, 44, that strangers will submit and they'll be afraid out of their close places. That every tree God did not plant, the word of God says, every tree God did not plant shall be uprooted. So if you pray these prayers in faith, you can see major miracles. We'll soon be paralyzed, get We've seen paralyzed people get released. We've seen people that had had disease that after they pray and they repent. We've seen people get healed. We've seen people that, you know, they start shaking and the stuff jumps out. So we've seen a lot of, we've had a lot of success. So I'm just telling people that all hope is not lost. As long as you've not taken the mark yet, you can still be redeemed. So it's, but it's up to people to repent. That, and that is huge. And talk about, you kind of touched on it, but the importance of repentance, because um, instead of trusting the Lord, um, they, you know, took it because of fear or something like that, or uh, because of convenience, you know, yes. it, taking the shot. And so the repentance is because they put something in the place of the Lord. Is that right? That's why the repentance is, is required. Yeah, they, they repent because they made decisions in the wrong spirit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, says a lot of people actually heard God about this. A lot of people heard, had dreams that they shouldn't take the job. So you need to repent that your relationship with the Lord was not close enough for you to hear him. And even when sometimes God doesn't speak to you directly, but he speaks to you through voices like me and you guys, we all came out and we came out and started screaming about this vaccine in 2020 before the vaccine came out. Yep. So you people that did not hear, and it was a very strange occurrence because 
when I came out and spoke on, in, in 2020, the media did something very diabolic. They took me and they linked me up with Trump. They called me Trump's doctor, Trump's, you know, because Trump tweeted me. And then they descended on me with all the force they used on Trump. I have never met President Trump. I've never spoken to him one-on-one. -on -one. I don't, you know, something. I've never met him. Mm -hmm. I've probably been in a group and took a picture as he's passing by, but I've never personally met him. But there are people that will send me texts to get that I should please get this to President Trump as if I know him. You know, something. <laughs> so they made it look as if I was like in cahoot with Trump. And yeah. it doesn't matter what my politics was. They practically just made it look as if I was working with Trump. And then mm -hmm. now half of the country hated me, half of the country loved me. So many right. people that got their politics mixed up just did not hear. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's a very, very sad. The devil was very good. And as much as we're screaming, I did a video in 2020. It's on my Rumble channel. I did a video telling them that they shouldn't take the vaccine. This was in 2020. And people just didn't wow. listen. So yeah. people have to repent because if the church was in right standing, they would have seen this battle. Pastors practically opened their churches and turned it to vaccine centers. So don't blame your pastor because God did not say that in the last days they're gonna God is gonna judge you by what your pastor told you. Right. God is gonna judge you by what the word of God says mm -hmm. and your relationship with him and your faith. You know, something. If you read in Revelation 21, I, I can't remember the exact it says the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable will have their place in the lake of fire. Because the people that are fearful and unbelieving that will take the abomination. Yeah, that's the video I'm talking about. So, so these are things that I said many, many, and we just, people have to just take responsibility for the fact that they messed up and they mm -hmm. repent. God is faithful and just to forgive you if you truly repent. If you're still making excuses like, I don't know what, what there is, then you, you can't, you know, just like if you're making excuses for your sin and iniquity, then you can't get, you can't get um, mercy from God. So when you pray and repent, God will show you mercy. That's really good. Interesting thing uh, we saw in your, your Twitter feed, and then people that we know are having a lot of, of those mm -hmm. COVID symptoms. And, and you said that that's coming back around. And I, I was a little fuzzy, a little bit on, on susceptibility, if people can get it multiple times. You know, can you clarify some of that with people? And then you're, you are the best resource to, to do telemedicine. And mm -hmm. get people solutions, you know, right away. But you put this on your Twitter um, yes. um, at so, Stella, so people, Stella underscore Emmanuel. People that are listening, it just says COVID is back in town. I don't know why. Respiratory vi virus are usually a fall winter thing. Something is up. Stay safe. So uh, wash your hands. Uh, stay home if sick. Take all cold symptoms seriously and start treatment. Early treatment is key. Take vitamin D, zinc, quercetin daily. Um, Covitis, if you have it, Covitis, if you have it, and that's that's when you have marketplace. Doc, Dr. Stella MD .com. So marketplace. Dr. Stella MD .com. Take extra dose of your Sunday Sunday medicine uh, if you have uh, if you're going into crowds and get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin on our website by making a telehealth appointment at drstellamd.com in all 50 states. Do not fear. Be prepared. So tell us about that. Yeah, um, we have in the clinic, we've start, we started seeing an uptick in COVID in the clinic. And then um, we saw this, I, I got this alert from the CDC because, you know, I got this alert that, oh, COVID was coming back. So um, they had, they wanted people to go and take another booster. 
So I basically put it on, on, on Facebook and on, on Twitter and tell people that, you know, and when I, when I, Stacey, you don't even understand, when I saw that, my heart just sank. I mean, I'm laying on my bed and I'm praying and I'm rocking. I say, Father, not again. Not again, oh God. I'm just praying, I'm rocking. I'm like, I've been screaming and screaming on, from the rooftop. People, get prepared. Get your, you know, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, your medicine cabinet. You guys have it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You listen. You know, so yep. I've been screaming and screaming. So when I heard that my heart just sank, I'm like, oh God, what's going to happen right now? People are going to start getting sick. They're going to, some, some that are vulnerable will end up in the hospital and, the, what is a little concerning for me is that um, we have been anticipating something crazy is going to happen. Why? Because CBDC was started. The central bank digital currency was launched July. United Nations want a digital compact for all banks. So mm-hmm. I know that there's going to bring up something that will be a, a, you know, a stressful event that will allow them to crash the economy, lock us down or something, if not a climate crisis or something, and then so that they can really implement this because they want all nations to be digitalized by 2025. So we've known that something is coming. So when mm-hmm. when you tell people, a lot of people are like, well, everything is calm right now, let's just forget it. So that's why we've really been telling people to get ready. We actually even put in seven prescription medications you will need in an emergency, you know, we have antibiotics, we have to, to treat chest infections, throat infections, ear infections, stomach infections, urine infections, skin infections. So we have like seven antibiotics that we put in a pack that we send it to people at home. They go and they make a telehealth, they make a telehealth appointment. We look at all of their medical distance. We look at their allergies and then we prescribe these medicines to them. They sign all kind of disclaimers that they're not going to use the medicine until there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. So because chains has been the other issue too we've been seeing some days we have enough uh, the pharmacists will have enough budesonide the next day they don't have enough ivermectin the next you know so there's always a shortage of one thing or another so we've been seeing this over the past year so we know something is coming and i've been just telling people that be prepared be prepared if you go through my twitter feed it is always be prepared be prepared yeah. i'm telling you it is those that are like, you know, those that are prepared that will really, really survive. Be prepared physically, be prepared spiritually. In order, so this is stuff that I talk about all the time. Be prepared spiritually, give your life to Christ because mm-hmm. all this stuff that's happening at the end of the day, if you if you give your life to Christ, it doesn't ma- matter. If you see in Revelation 6, the fourth seal that is open, about a quarter of humanity dies and people are already dying. And there's a lot of excess death, people dropping death from the jab. In Revelation 9, also, when the, uh, the when they when they lose the um, the angels at the Euphrates, about another quarter of humanity dies. So we're looking at probably about half of humanity is going to die before this stuff shuts down, and we don't know when the Lord is going to come and take us out. So I keep part of my biggest push right now is be prepared physically, get food, get water, get everything, get your medicines. Also, be prepared spiritually because you don't know you might be one of those that get taken out. We, I, I try to tell people you don't need to be afraid to die. Um, you should just give your life to Christ, live your life right, because there are people that call themselves Christians that are still living with their boyfriends, smoking, drinking, partying, carrying on forgiveness. If you do all those things, you will still, you're still just as good as an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. So we tell them that be prepared physically, be prepared spiritually, and be prepared medically. So my job is to prepare people medically and prepare people spiritually with all the things that we've put together. So that's why I've just been screaming. So when this happened, I was 
my spirit was disturbed. I had to lay down and pray for a little bit for to feel better because I, I was just like, God, what's going to happen, you know? It's huge. So that, after I finished praying that, I went on Twitter and I wrote that tweet. I said, mm -hmm. guys, COVID is back. I don't know why, but be prepared, you know? Mm -hmm. And you got a big a response. A lot of people don't listen to they get sick. Yeah. But but yeah. you got a big response from that. A lot of people saw that post. I know. I, know. I think, I don't know. Maybe, I don't, how many people have seen that post? Yes. I think it was, you know, sometimes you put something out of your, your, your heart of heart and people can yeah. feel that, you know, you mm -hmm. know where you're coming from, you know. And God in his mercy always wants to help people, you know. I think no, almost 900,000. Was it 800 and... 820,000. Wow. wow. People have seen it. Well, it what it is, it, it's, it's an answer and it's hope. It is. Yeah. And it's it's clarity. You know, so no matter where you are, if you're in, I don't care if you're in Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon or anywhere in between, um, you can reach out to Dr. Stella and, and her staff. They can help you out and, and, and yes. get these things that you need. But whatever you do, take the actions necessary to stay out of of the hospital. Yes. Uh period. You know, and then also stay out of fear. So again, we we opened this by saying, you know, it's spiritual and physical. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, both don't allow yourself to partner with fear. And then mm -hmm. number 2, be smart mm -hmm. in your mind and 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 put the things in you. I always, you know, joked if I knew that some giant UFC guy fighter was going to come and punch me in the stomach, I should put a cutting board under my shirt, you know, <laughs> exactly. because, you know, I'll protect myself and that's what, you know, your supplements do. And then, and obviously you have hydroxychloroquine and different things like that that are available, you know, as well, but the, 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 the COVID bites and, and, uh, you know, for sleep and for, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of things, those are going to strengthen people's mm -hmm. body and get the you quercetin need, and, and yes. the things that they need. Yeah. In fact, right now, even we're, 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 we're producing medicinal herbs. You know, my sister back home, where, where, where I come from in Cameroon, she actually grows ginger. We have ginger, turmeric, uh, and we're about to add lemongrass, um, moringa, and mint. This, this, I mean, this, I mean, ginger and turmeric, I mix them and I drink them and it's enough to knock a cold out. So we just... Good. It's very interesting how, you know, God just give me wisdom for all yep. this stuff. You know? He yeah. does. He, he does. He gives you downloads. As you were talking earlier, I just felt like um, I want to ask, would you be willing, because I know that there's people that are watching that may not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Would you be willing to walk them through that? Yes. You see, um, I tell people, I said, uh, you know, I was talking to one young man the other day and she said, I said, if you die today, we will spend eternity. He said in heaven, because I belong in heaven. I don't belong in hell. I said, why would you belong in heaven? He mm -hmm. said, because I'm a good person. I said, that's a deception from the devil because yeah. the, the, for you to enter heaven, you have to be perfect. Like a lie you said when you were 12 qualifies you for hell. So mm -hmm. no human being qualifies for heaven by themselves because there's none of us that is that perfect. Mm -hmm. So I told him, I said, the difference between me and you is that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. The Bible says the soul that sins must die. Somebody has to die for the sin of humanity so that we don't have to die. I said, Jesus died for my sins. He, he endured a gruesome death just so that for my sins, the difference between me and you is that I have accepted the price that was paid for me. You think you can pay for your own sins mm -hmm. and you think you can enter heaven by your goodness. And if people think that they can enter heaven by their goodness, I pray that the veil will tear off your eyes as I speak right now in the name of Jesus. And you will realize that you do not qualify for heaven because none of us is good. And God's standard to enter heaven is absolute perfection. 
And the only person that was absolutely perfect was Lord Jesus. So he qualified to die for us. So if you're listening to me and you're like, well, what is she talking about? I've been going to church all my life. Yes, you have. Has ever somebody ever explained to you that you need to repent from your sins and accept the pardon Jesus took on the cross? Because there's going to be an event coming, the rapture, the way the getting caught away. Why we will need that event? Because these demons are going to try to corrupt all of humanity, like in the days of Noah. They're going to try to get all of us to be human 2.0. The Bible, God will not let that happen. God will not, the devil wants our world. That is the bottom line of all this craziness. He wants our world. So he wants to corrupt all of humanity and keep us like slaves while he runs the world. You know something? God is not going to get let that happen. And so God is going to come and stop it. And before God comes and stops it, he's going to take the church out of here before he blows them up. Because there will be a great reset. If you read the book of Revelation all the way to the end, you will realize that by Revelation 14, some amazing thing happens in Revelation. The end of Revelation 13, the devil decides that he's going to corrupt everybody. He decides you cannot buy yourself without taking the mark. Revelation 13, 16 to 18. You have to take a chip on your hand. You're not going to be able to buy and sell. So at some point, everybody, if you don't take that chip, you'll be locked out of the system. So as the devil is trying to arrange this chip, which is the CBDC, because it has all the components of it, God is going to do three things as Revelation 14 opens. The first thing, Revelation 14, 6, Angels are going to preach the gospel. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 24 that what is going to actually trigger the end time is this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all nations for a witness. Usually angels are not supposed to preach. But as you hear Yuval Noah says, they have corrupted humanity and they have taken over the free will of humanity, which they are not supposed to. So angels will have to preach to counteract that. So the angels will preach hmm. the gospel to all nations, to Korea, to everywhere, to China, to all nations. And because the angels walk in the throne of fire, the veil will come off the eyes of people when angels preach, number one. Number two, the angels will announce to the world that this system is about to be destroyed. Babylon is falling, Babylon is falling. Revelation 14, I think, verse 8. And then, verse 9, the angels will tell every announce to the world that if you take the mark, you're going to be con condemned forever in, in, and you're going to face God's wrath. And then in Revelation 14, the, the Son of God sits at the throne uh, in the clouds. The angels put a shout and the earth is ripped. So I know, so when I read all those things, I realize that God is such a merciful God that in his mercy, he will prepare the earth for the rapture. Because you and I know, when we look at all these things, we think, how do you even preach to people? There's such a thick veil over mm -hmm. the eyes of people. Uh -huh. But God in his mercy will tell people about him before the rapture happens. And so when that event happens, Christians will be taken out of the world. And you have to become a Christian. How do you become a Christian? You ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. And you ask that you, you say, I, Lord Jesus, like if you just pray with me, say, Lord Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. Forgive me of all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my personal Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my heart and teach me how to follow Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, you're saved. But if you're listening to me and I'm, it sounds like jargons, I don't want to accept. There are people listening and say, well, I'm Hindu, I'm Muslim, I'm atheist, I'm that, and the veil is still on your mind. When this stuff starts happening and you don't know what to do, 
Just call on the name of Jesus. Ooh. The Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. Yeah. You'll be because you think, what did that Dr. Stella say again? You don't have to remember what I said. Just say, Jesus, Jesus, save me. Jesus, save me. And Jesus will save you. Because the Bible says, whoever calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved. In the day of the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? So the day of the Lord is coming and it's going to be a day of terror. The day of the Lord is the day the rapture will happen. When the church will be taken out of here, it will be a day of terror because parents will be sitting in the house with their little babies. The babies will disappear and the parents will be devastated. Somebody will be flying a plane and then the pilot is a Christian and the pilot will take out and the plane will crash in the neighborhood and kill mm. many people and they will go to hell instantly. Somebody will be driving a 20-foot truck and the driver will take off and that truck will, will ram on all the cars in front of it for miles. So there will be chaos. You know, chaos. people opening machinery, they will take off and then the machinery will crash. There will be chaos in the world, all over the world. And the fear, the fear, will, will you think we have fear now? Because the spirit of God will live with the church. So the devil will take over the world and the fear and terror will be on the world. If you, if you don't listen to me and you miss the rapture, just call because at that time, call on the name of Jesus. And guess what? You're going to pay for your salvation at that time with your head being cut off or your, you know, or being killed. So do not call on the name of Jesus. Ask Jesus to save you and do not be afraid to die. If they cut your head off, let them cut your head off. And just and then need the name of Jesus. That yeah. is, that's the answer to every problem throughout this this situation. Thank you for always consistently keeping that the yep. first and foremost thing that that you deliver the gospel, that you have answers for people mm -hmm. in this time. It's not just hey, there's no answers. Mm -hmm. Then wait till later. You have answers in this time, and uh, you're, you're full of hope, and mm -hmm. you give this message consistently everywhere. You guys, uh, the Flyover family, go to drstellamd.com. You can go there, uh, fill out the the, the prayer. Uh, card, put in your information there. If you use promo code FLYOVER, you get discounts on all the services and products. You get discounts on everything there. And uh, take care of your health. Take care of your health in this realm. If you got people that depend on you, family, children, mm -hmm. spouses, grandparents, any of these things, the, these supplements will be able to help you mm -hmm. through this time. And if you need medical attention, again, drstellamd.com at the top right, you can you can click on that as well, mm -hmm. and they can get you an appointment. Dr. Stella, thank you thank for joining you us so much. on the show. Thank you for being our oh, friend when we're, at the, when we're at the Reawaken America events. Thank you for praying for us so yep. many times. Um, you're, you're always a bright, bright hope, and uh, we, we appreciate you very much. We love you. Amen. It's God's grace. I love you guys, too. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. We will shut you down. We will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose 
reawakened the American heart. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good, feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Well, kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. <sighs> How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David White. <laughs> if we can skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I've got to tend to derail. Hi. But I did good. See, look. First thing says, say your name. Say your name. <laughs> say your name, David White. Have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about what may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at, at school talk to you about friend at school. <laughs> Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail and you're talking to your friend at school, they, they bring up your flat earth and you think it's a flat I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. <laughs> we talk about Rubik's cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books, Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating 
watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. Bye, got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now? You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can he run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of the, my red eyes? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Hey.